welcome to the Money, Life, and Limitless Possibilities podcast, where we help you build a bridge over roadblocks in life and create keys to limitless possibilities. I am your host and head cheerleader, Rhonda J. Williams. I had to forgive right away. I knew that that was something that was essential for me to be able to heal, that I could not be in a place of holding on to um, unforgiveness because that impacts your mind and your body. So that was something that I did relatively right away in the midst of tears and all of that. Like I had to forgive. Hey family, welcome back. Today's episode is sponsored by Exodus Financial Education Group. This is my company where I provide financial education and personal development coaching and training to corporations and individuals so that they can go forth powerfully towards their goals in money and life without limits. Consistently be able to navigate life's roadblocks, whether they are seen or unseen, and be empowered to get everything that's needed to be your best self. If you're joining us for the first time here, as always, welcome to the podcast. And if you didn't know, we go by the belief that it is absolutely positively possible to be limitless in money and life. Each week here, I share information innovation and insights around my five keys to limitless possibilities so if you want to hear all about that check out episode number eight where i break those down and there'll be a note in the link in the show notes for that all right we are in week three of the series on release resilience and reinvention and I wanted to have my guest on today, Miss Daphne Butts, to share her story. We met in a business training class and oh my God, once I heard her story, I knew that I had to bring her on. Her story is just so amazing. It is nothing short of a miracle. And so we're in week three of the series and her story really is a bit of a double hitter in the sense that it is all about release but it is all about resilience as well. So our topic for the day is letting go of the past and owning your future. So let me formally introduce you to Miss Daphne. Daphne Butts is a faith mentor who helps women heal through intentional victory by looking to God to shift their mindset, what they intake, and how they speak. Having received hard news at 27 years old, she experienced anger, shame, isolation that comes with a devastating diagnosis. Daphne functioned wounded for many years while being a mother, still being a sister, a friend, a co-worker, and a volunteer. She has mastered taking care of herself while working towards healing and wholeness. Using a faith-proof method, Daphne helps women believe God to be a healer, period, and embrace the truth that you are not what was said to you and walk in healing. All right, all right, all right. Daphne, welcome to the show. So excited to have you on today. How are you? I am wonderful, Rhonda. Thank you so much for um, inviting me to be a guest, and I look forward to our time together today. 
Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm excited about today. I'm always excited, so <laughs> that goes without saying. But I'm excited because, you know, I'm doing this three-part series all about releasing, letting go, reinvention, and resilience. And so you are a part of release, letting go. So today we're talking about letting go of the past and owning taking ownership of your future. You have a beautiful story, and I just love the work that you do with women. So I didn't want to hesitate to have you in at the top of 2021 (laughs) so we can try our best to get what we need so we can be who God called us to be and get what we're supposed to be in this world, right? Exactly, exactly. Definitely. So before we get into the topic, I always love to hear just a little bit about everyone's story. I'm I'm completely convinced that none of us ever take a straight path, that all of our journeys are kind of these, uh, a little bit of a venture. And that can be good and bad, but it's the bitter and the sweet that makes us who we are. So I would love for you to just to share, take us back just a hair, tell us a little bit of your story and just tell us what, who, you know, what made you the woman that I have for, you know, before us today, who really, who works to help women heal intentionally and find victory by looking to shift their mindset right take us back okay okay I'm going to take you back to a pivotal time in my life in 1997 the last quarter of 1997 I was really sick with what I thought was the flu Um, I felt like someone was pouring buckets of water on me Um, I was experiencing the chills I had a fever and I would, you know, change my clothes only to feel like someone was pouring buckets of water on me again and I would have to change again. And when I was finally able to get myself in an upright position, you know, to look at myself in the mirror, I could visibly see that I had lost weight. But my thought process was I thought that it was the flu. However, the following year in 1998 when I went in for a checkup, I was told that I tested positive for HIV. Now, my initial reaction was um, literally like to snatch the person over the desk. (laughs) And I had to, you know, I gathered myself. I had to, you know, just say, Daphne, this person hasn't done anything to you. Mm -hmm. Just ask them for a piece of paper and a pen and for them to repeat what they said. And so I did those things, and they did repeat it. And um, I remember going home. I did not cry on the way going home. I just was processing what was said to me. But when I got home, I distinctly remember tangibly feeling the presence of God and the presence of the enemy in the room. They were very, very tangible. And um, I spoke to the enemy because he was, like, trying to flash, like, um, the front page of a newspaper in front of me, like a headliner. And I said, no, the paper will not read that I lost my mind because I knew in that moment that's what he was trying to do. And I spoke directly to him and said, no, I'm not going out like that. And I spoke to God and I said, God, 
I don't know why this has happened, excuse me, why this has happened. Um, if this is something that has to be, if this is something that I have to go through, I'm telling you now that I am not taking medicine. I am not doing it. And I meant it. I remember reflecting the next day. I was like, well, you know, you know, I went to God. I said, God, I wasn't trying to um, offend you, you know, by what I said, but I was serious. I'm not taking any medicine. I'm not doing it. And as I've walked out this journey, um, I've learned that in that moment I was speaking life over myself. Wow. In a moment where I heard something that um, was a diagnosis, um, I spoke back to it. I was speaking life. And I am happy to report that God honored my request. It has been 22 years and counting, and I have never, ever taken any medicine. So to God be the glory. Wow. I am reeling. Like, I, of course, I absolutely cannot imagine in the fact that you found you found your footing in the middle of that enough just for, you know, however long it was to say no. Like to really, like you could, you said that you spoke to the circumstance. I just, yeah. The strength, like I don't even, I don't even have words. Is this something that comes natural for you? Is this, it was something I would say that I grew into over the years as I've walked with God. I was not um, on my way going home after hearing that. I wasn't, uh, like, determining what I was going to say. That was a very authentic moment before God, and I meant it. I know around that time frame, most of what media was presenting to people was that no one would live. You, no one would live or you would be, have to take all this medicine to live. I knew enough, as painful as it was processing all of that, already being a believer, I had to forgive right away. I knew that that was something that was essential for me to be able to heal, that I could not be in a place of holding on to um, unforgiveness because that impacts your mind and your body. So that was something that I did relatively right away in the midst of tears and all of that. Wow. And so you found the space, the moment, the second, the unction to speak to this circumstance in that moment. And like you said, you are being disrespectful, but you meant what you said. And mm -hmm. that's 22 years ago. So from that mm -hmm. day to this day, like how... Have you traveled forward through that? How have you understand that for, it sounds like forgiveness was one of your first major steps to letting go and beginning to own your future? And then from that, mm -hmm. from there, how did you travel forward through these 21 years on this journey? Uh, walking out these 22 years, um, he identified some things uh along the along this this road was the mindset 
So initially, you know, I went to the library and I got books to, you know, try to help me get some understanding and things of that nature. And I can remember uh, one night I was up and I was in the Word, and this is uh, a scripture that we're all, you know, rather familiar with, is by his stripes that I am healed. When I read that scripture, in that moment, it was like the scripture, the words leapt off the page. I don't know what what the way, excuse me, what other way to explain it is that I knew that it was going to be me and God. Uh, my mother couldn't help me. My sisters couldn't help me. Friends couldn't help me. I knew that it was going to be a walk that me and him had to take. So I took all of the books back to the library, walked this out with having concerted time with him. Shifting my mindset was one thing. What I intake was another and how I speak. I believe that if I'm going to intake a bunch of statistics, I'm not saying that they may not be relevant to helping you process information, but for me, I knew that that would not help me be strong. That would um, bring more fear in my life than faith. So I definitely had to lean on the word of God and to do the natural things. And when I say doing the natural things, I make sure that I go to get a checkup regularly. I keep stress down. You know, I protect my environment as it relates to intake, what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing, and how I'm speaking, that I'm speaking from a place of speaking life. So those would be the three areas that I would say that I focused on throughout Mm -hmm. the journey. Wow. So mindset shift, the what you intake, and then how you're Mm -hmm. speaking, right? So let's, Mm -hmm. let's break it down like one at a time. And mm-hmm. so shifting the mindset, and I wanna I wanna break it down because I understand that we I personally feel like we we use the word mindset over and over again, and it's not just mm-hmm. a word. It's not just a think seven letter word. It is it is multi dimensional, multifaceted. It is deep and wide. So tell us what that really looks like for you. And, you know, what you mean, how would that look like for another person? Like, how would they approach that process in a practical way? Because I understand that I'm a woman of faith, you're a woman of faith, but not everyone speaks that language. But mm-hmm. the principle of what you're saying is 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 absolute, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, break mm-hmm. that down in terms of mindset, like how you approach it and how you would work with the person to practically help them figure out how to best shift their mindset in letting go and and taking ownership of their future? Well, you have to be, um, like I said, forgiveness was essential. And you have to be willing to reflect to heal. I looked over my relationships and I saw where there were times that I should have spoken up and I didn't. And I think as women, we want um, companionship sometimes to our detriment or where it can cause harm to us. So I think it's important for you to speak up if um, you sense that something is off. At the end of the day, you cannot make anybody tell you anything. So while someone may be hearing me share this story, I just want you to be mindful of that. You cannot make anybody tell you the truth. And you have to be mindful that 
things are subject to change. So I had to set my mindset to a growth mindset that I wanted to walk in freedom. And for me to be able to walk in freedom, I had to reflect on what kept me, you know, from walking in freedom in terms of my mindset. I also know that when you're dating and you're getting to know someone, you give time to that dinner and all these things. And what he highlighted to me on the journey is that as women, we're so can we can be so focused on wanting to be the woman to a man that we're not focusing on being God's woman first. So I had to learn how to be his woman first. The time that I, you know, you would give to a relationship and getting to know someone, I gave that time to God to get to know him, to get to know who I am and understand my value and walking the process out. That is really interesting. So I, I, I hear what you're saying. So in terms of shifting a mindset, you first, forgave because you you knew that you couldn't stay where you are and and go where your heart truly wanted to be which is to walk in freedom right Mm -hmm. so forgiveness was your first step and then secondly you took time to reflect you like you know hey what really happened maybe what really happened here or you know these are my words how did I get here or you know and, Mm -hmm. and you realize that you didn't always perhaps advocate for yourself. You didn't always perhaps mm-hmm. speak up for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And so shifting to that, and then it sounds like you made a decision to move towards a growth mindset in order to be able to truly walk out the freedom that you wanted. And and part of that for you as a woman of faith was understanding that, you know, like you said, as women, we, we do, we want, the ultimate, right? We want to be in relationship. I think we're wired that way. And we're wanting to give ourselves to a person, but we have to first, as women of faith, give ourselves to God, right? To really understand, really solidify that relationship before we can give ourselves to another. That's correct. Nice. And so in terms of so this process can work, you know, I understand your story, your examples, but this can work for anyone in any example, right? You know, we go through some tough times. We have, you know, a major life-shifting event that takes place in our lives. And it just feels like that's it. You know, this is this is it for me. This is my story stops here. But first taking approach to it. And sometimes forgiveness is, is ourselves, right? Absolutely. But taking this mm-hmm. approach towards, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever the incident or event was in our lives, in our past, you know, that place of forgiveness, whether it be ourselves or another person or both, the shifting of the mindset, you know, kind of reflecting like what has happened here, you know, what is the impact, who do I want to be right from this moment? You know, there's a phrase that says, I'll often ask people in coaching sometimes, is this who you are or is this what happened, right? Because sometimes we will take what happened and just stamp it on ourselves is that who we are and just go through life. You know, something as simple as divorce. I have a best friend Mm -hmm. who for years she would say, you know, well, I'm divorced. I'm divorced. I'm like, you're Holly right? You're my best friend. You're not just mm-hmm. divorced. Like your life doesn't just 
end and sit at divorce. Stop saying that, you know. So I just was like, no, just kind of like shake her around. Like, no, stop saying that. But I love that, you know, what you're sharing really can be used in, in any instance, you know, to begin to shift that. So let's take a look at the next piece. You said, watch, you, you looked at what you intake. You really monitored the information and maybe even the energy that you allow in your atmosphere. Take, take us through that a little bit. Okay. I'm very mindful of what I see and what I hear and in my environment in general. I don't allow things that do not represent life for someone to be around me speaking negatively. When it comes to doctors, I understand that they are a healing stream as well. However, that as a believer, we have to grow in our faith in God. And so we do the natural things to go to get the checkups. But I believe, like I'll give you an example in terms of intake and environment. So when you go to the doctor, most people, when they see that white coat, they generally just will accept that whatever they have to say, that is the way it is, that they don't get to have a rebuttal or uh, they don't get to have anything to say about it. And as I've walked this out, my positioning is different. I go there to use wisdom to get checkups, but I absolutely believe God um, is my final authority and um, what he secured for me through his son, um, Jesus, on the cross. I absolutely uh, believe that. So I think it's very important. I don't want anyone leaving from this podcast saying, well, she told me to stop taking my medicine. I would absolutely never tell you to do that. You follow what the doctors have prescribed for you and the leading of the Holy Spirit and what he leads and guides you to do. I'm sharing my experience and my story and how I've walked it out. Just as you're walking out your faith and you're believing God for something, it's just important that you don't have negative voices and the voice that's negative can be your own. We hear ourselves speaking to ourselves so much more than other people. So we have to be mindful that we are not doing negative self-talk. We are not allowing uh, people to bring drama and negative self-talk to us because they can't see it. Sometimes when you're walking with another believer, they may not be able to see what you see. So you just have to be mindful that you're protecting your environment, where it speaks to life, you know, keeping a guard over your eyes and your ears to protect your environment, to help you, to help you live. Absolutely. Like, I definitely, you know, believe in protecting your environment, your, your energy, the, the information, especially nowadays when we are such a, oh, there are no words. We're the information age like a thousand times. There's information flying at us all day, every day from all types of things. Like it is just bananas. And, you know, and they, you know, where we are now with so much negativity, it's just like, it's insane. <laughs> it really is. So I personally have started to kind of look at that a little bit more. It's kind of like after living life for so long or whatever, I'm at a place where I need to supplement myself in terms of positivity like I've made yeah. it this far pretty good, but now I, I gotta, I'll have to step my game up. I have to supplement. Like I don't have the bandwidth like I used to, and there's so much more terribleness kind of happening. 
So I definitely have to be intentional and mindful to supplement my, you know, positivity and energy and, and good thoughts and affirmations and gratitude and, you know, word. It's just, yeah, like there's no other way to make it nowadays yeah. without being intentional absolutely. to do that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, which 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 leads us into our our, our final area of, of, of how you speak, you know. In the early years of after hearing the diagnosis, one of the declarations that I said over myself and I still say to myself now is that I am living and I am not dying. So I'm speaking over myself life when I go in for checkups. I'm prepping myself before I go into get the checkup, and I will do it in my car. I lay hands on myself, say that all I'm receiving when I go in here is healing, period. So I'm speaking and I'm declaring life over myself. There's another scripture in the Word that talks about I'm quick to hear and I'm slow to speak. Because as you're walking this out, you know, I have encountered other things trying to be presented, and I just was not accepting them. You know, no, all I'm receiving is healing, period. And whatever process that we have to go through, whether it be lab work or what have you, all I'm receiving is healing, period. And so I went through those processes, and I've seen God show up time and time again, and um, all was well. So um, I don't think... I know that most believers are familiar with that scripture, that there's uh, power of life and death in the tongue, but you have to be more intentional with that, that you are speaking life over yourself consistently. I declare that I don't get sick. So you have to be uh, very, very intentional and be mindful of that. The issue is never with God. Just settle that. Mm. you got to. You got to settle it. The issue ain't never with him. And mm. you're going to square up in that mirror and you're going to look at yourself. What am I not doing? Where am I not being diligent to see what this word is saying that I have the right to? Because the issue is never with him. Wow. So let me, let me poke at that just a little bit, right? When it comes to uh, faith and belief and, and God, I'm going to say, you know, things, I'm, these are my words, things don't always go according to plan, which means that mm-hmm. you can be faithful, you can believe, you can profess, you can declare, and yet and still the the physical outcome or the, uh, you know, real world outcome is not a positive thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so what do you say to that? And then in addition to that, I don't, I guess I don't, I'm, I'm asking this because I don't want people to feel like it's something, it's always something that they're not doing, meaning that it, it, there's, okay. a, there's a, a means of fault there when sometimes mm-hmm. it just is, it is just the path, right? You get what I right, mean? Right, because I was just getting so, ready to, yeah, I was just getting ready to say that. Yeah, so I want to poke there yeah. because I want people to really understand that what you're speaking about is lifting your heart set, your mindset, your faith, and your belief on a higher level, irregardless of an outcome, right? So speak to that just a little. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want people to understand that um, everybody has an individual path. So although you 
follow these um, areas that he's identified to me, your healing may not look like mine. That does not mean you haven't experienced healing. Sometimes people overlook that you can have healing emotionally. You know, you can um, have healing in relationships. A lot of us don't realize in the letting go of people and our things that there's healing available to us there. But we have to be willing to let go of whoever it is or whatever he's identified that we need to let go and understand that healing can come in other forms. It could be someone coming into your life for a season for, let's say, three to six months. If you try to keep someone in your life longer than that season, you could be setting yourself up for, you know, an uncomfortable situation. So we just have to be sensitive to God. I would just recommend being sensitive to God to how the healing manifests. It's not going to always look like somebody else's healing. And like you said, sometimes it can be uh, mindset. It can be heart set. Because I, I'll, I'll definitely say personally, I've been definitely been in a place where, you know, some not so wonderful things have happened in life, have had to find a way to walk through that and let that go. And although the circumstance did not completely resolve itself, you know, in the natural or whatever, I know that I'm better, right? I know that I'm healed and I have a level of healing through that process. Like I'm more, I'm more faithful. I'm more powerful. Lord, my belief is stronger. So like you said, it can come in different ways. And what I feel like what you're speaking about overall is a process or an approach to when life happens, right? In, in all different, in all different ways and forms for people, how do we let, how do we look at that? Be able to understand that this is what happened to us. This doesn't have to be who we are. It doesn't have to be the end of our story. And how do we come from this place, right? And begin to shift the conversation, shift our hearts and shift our mindset, get on a higher frequency, get on a higher level and begin to still own our future, irregardless of the circumstance that is taking place. Right. Exactly. Because you cannot allow what was said. I'll give it to you the way that he gave it to me. I am not what was said to me. I am not what I experienced. And like you said, somebody, sometimes people can experience things and things can be said to them and they just take that on. They, they don't uh, believe that there's any life beyond what was said or what they experienced. And I just dare to believe as I walk with him that there had to be more, that this mm-hmm. does not define me. It only defines me if I allow it to. It's deep, Daphne. Oh, boy. <laughs> But I love it. You know, um, again, I felt it was really important to to tell your story. And, you know, I don't have to tell you. It's, it's heavy, right? So it's, a, it's a big story. But I think yeah. it was important to tell your story because it is so big, big, right? It is such a huge story to tell. And such a, you, you've had to take such a walk of faith to, to walk forward from that point. But I love, you know, what you share with us today. And again, I, I love that it really can be used in any, in any circumstance, right? We know your story is a health-related story, a healing, a physical healing story. 
But again, what you share, your path, your journey can be used in any way, form, or fashion. That you, when life happens, circumstance, situation happens, we don't have to stay there. That doesn't have to have the final word. Our story doesn't have to stop there. There is a way to find resolve and be able to let go and then take ownership, take our life back into our hands and move forward through this process still being absolutely 100% who we are called to be in this earth. So I really, really, really wanted to have you share. And sometimes it's the deep stories, right, that are making the biggest impact. So I just really uh, admire you, admonish you for allowing yourself and your journey to be used, like bravery with a capital B. (laughs) You need a B and a C, bravery, courage, all those things (laughs) on your chest, right? Yeah, thank you so much. I just knew, I understand the uniqueness of my story, Mm -hmm. and my desire is to obey and to help others. And you're so right when you say what he's given me does not just address a diagnosis. It can. It can address any other diagnosis. It can be words that have been spoken over someone's life that they had to matriculate and get to a place that I'm not what was said, you know. I'm happy that you're able to embrace and see that as well because, you know, that he showed that to me as well. It's not just for someone that's told that they've been tested positive for HIV. It could be any other illness. It could be words that were said to you to help you walk in um, healing and freedom. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So... Let's shift it a little bit, and I'll do the final things that we do on every podcast. So you know we're podcast is Money, Life, and Limitless Possibilities, and I focus it around the five keys to limitless possibilities. That's getting clear on what you want, getting free of limiting beliefs, getting there on your path, getting resilient, getting that timing matters. When you think about the keys, have any of these other keys played a part in your journey? I would say the um, getting free of limiting beliefs, that that's another one that has played a role beyond getting beyond your past. Again, when you look around, the, when you take into account the statistics and things that are said around HIV, the stigma and all those things, I had to move and be intentional on purpose to move beyond those limiting beliefs. That I, although this is what, you know, science is saying to some degree, I didn't get heavy off into that because to me, I felt that was bringing fear. It was not bringing faith. So um, I absolutely believe getting beyond limiting beliefs. I understand that that's an element there that I need to be mindful of. So to, as a means of being mindful that I go and get my regular checkup, do what's necessary to take care of my body naturally, coupled with the word. So sometimes, you know, as people of faith, we can definitely kind of have a a one view of what something right. should look like. We only have one view of mm-hmm. healing. We only have one view of deliverance. You know, we only have one view of faith. Mm-hmm. We only have one view of stepping out on faith. But it's multifaceted, right? I mean, God is limited. Right. So, you know, taking the limits off and allowing an opportunity for other possibilities, other openings. You never know how life is going to move and shift and how your answer, your solution, your freedom is going to show up. So being open to what's possible and lifting these beliefs, 
you know, and testing them. You know, I always say one marker sometimes if there's a limited belief is if you're starting to feel a little, um, I use the word wonky because I'm, I'm older, <laughs> but if you're feeling wonky about something, right, and you're like, ah, a lot of times there's something there. There's usually some some belief that, you know, unconsciously you have about a circumstance or situation that may need to be tested. You know, what if? I always love a what if. You know, what if there is a way? What if there is a possibility? What if I can be healed and not take medicine, right? What if? What if? So always testing and using those what ifs. Yeah, taking the natural approach along with Mm -hmm. the word, it builds your confidence. And when you have confidence, you move different. <laughs> yes, you do. You know, yes, when you, you have, do. yeah, when you have confidence. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important. You know, you can have information, but are you applying it to help you be confident and move and speak different? All right. So tell us, Stephanie, how can we connect with you and get more of this awesomeness? Okay. You can connect with me on Instagram at the Daphne Butts, and I'll spell it out. It's T H E. D-A-P as in Paul, H-N-E, B as in boy, U-T-T-S. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram. You can DM me. I also have a free gift that's available. The link is in my bio. It's the forgiveness declarations. As I shared throughout um, our time together, that forgiveness is essential. So I have that as a tool to help support people walking out forgiveness. Perfect. All right. And then last but not least, I always ask, uh, love to end this way. So give us your name and then tell us your key to limitless possibilities. My name is Daphne Butts and my key to limitless possibilities is daring to believe. You just hit me all in the good. That, that is my 2021. You didn't know that, <laughs> but that is my 2021. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Stop giving me tingles. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's beautiful. All right, guys. Thank you so much, Daphne, for joining. This is what I have for you guys today. So thank you so much, and we will see you next time. You're so welcome. And remember, if you've got questions, I've got answers. Shoot me a message on Instagram at Rhonda on a Mission, R-H-O-N-D-A, on a mission. As well, I invite you to connect with me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Rhonda on a Mission and LinkedIn, linkedin.com slash Rhonda on a Mission. Again, thanks for joining. Until next time, friends, be happy, be joyful, and be free.